on the block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com as we're getting ready for the spring game. Also, the Masters. I mean, plenty going on this week as we welcome in Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Evan, how's your day going? Hey, doing all right. You know, a little wind blown, I suppose, from uh, the weather. But, yeah, I can't complain. Yeah, I mean, the weather is, uh, is what it is. And hopefully it won't be like that uh, for the spring game this weekend. Uh, do you have or for a, golf. Or for golf, yeah, that either. Uh, but uh, <laughs> how about uh, how about the spring game this weekend? We were just talking about our favorite spring game memories. Uh, if, if there is such a thing, is there a, a favorite spring game memory for Evan Bland? I mean, how do you top the Team Jack moment? You know, last yeah. decade, right? I mean, with the, the run and the, you know, the emotion of it and what that started with the Team Jack Foundation. I think that's got to be number one for sure. Um, man, I, I don't even know what you put up against that, really. Like, yeah. a, a lot of it, the challenge every year is is trying to kind of parse through what's real and what's not. And, you know, occasionally you have those, those moments where the spring game kind of gives you a clue of who or what Nebraska might look like in the fall. You know, a lot of times it doesn't. It's it's another workout, and you don't want to read too much into it. Um, so, yeah, I, I suppose I would say the Team Jack thing, just because of how that's endured and how that's, uh, you know, made a, a lasting impact on, on, I think, the fan base, but also just beyond that, too, with, with their cause, um, you know, ever since that day. Yeah, I, I think the only competition for that is a coach holding a cat. Um, so I, I think that that probably is the clear uh, winner at this point in time. Uh, as you look forward to the to the spring game, what is it that you're going to be looking close, you know, the most closely at? Is it is it the quarterbacks? Um, I don't know if, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like, what Casey Thompson looks like slinging it around, you know, what, uh, it could look like for Logan Smothers in a different sort of scheme. Um, you know, I'll be interested to see how much Nebraska puts out there, especially offensively. Um, you know, I was thinking of what Travis Vokalek, the tight end said today, he said, you know, essentially the coaches, if they wanted to show a whole bunch of new stuff, they could do that. I mean, they have a lot to choose from in terms of what they want to put out there. So, uh, you know, not that we're going to see any kind of exotic pass plays or anything like that, but I'm curious to see, you know, what, what does it look like when they, when they run the ball? What's like, what's a base run look like in this sort of Mark Whipple, Scott Frost blend uh, going forward? Because again, you know, typically by this point in the spring, we would have at least had the chance to see parts of a practice or two and that just hasn't been the case this year they're they're keeping things under wraps with all the changes that are going on so uh you know to this point it's been conversations about you know the the offensive line the defensive line the skill positions all based on what we hear from players and coaches and so this will be that one chance before Ireland probably to lay eyes on things ourselves and if it's not just the scheme how about just physically how does a guy like Anthony Grant look when he's got the football how does a guy like Trey Palmer look uh from a speed perspective compared to the DB so all that kind of stuff we're going to just have to try to soak up and 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 kind of download in those two hours and and maybe use that for months to come (laughs) but uh I think that's a lot of it is just sort of reconciling what we've heard to this point with what our eyes show us on Saturday. 
Yeah, that'll be interesting. Especially, I think they're in the secondary too because they they kind of talked today. Do you do you expect to see uh, newcomers Tommy Hill and Deshaun Singleton start out there for Nebraska next year? Um, I don't know. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. I mean, I think you you feel pretty confident that Quentin Newsom's going to be on that one side. Um, you know, Miles Farmer's been somebody that Travis Fisher and those coaches have liked for a long time. And, you know, I think Marquise Buford's another guy who made some major strides this spring. He looks the part. He sounds like the part. So whether that's him, whether that's Deshaun Singleton at that other safety spot, I think they have some good options there. And then, yeah, I mean, on the other side, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that shakes out, too. I mean, uh, Braxton Clark was somebody that I know the coaches are looking forward to seeing what they can do. We didn't see a lot from Omar Brown. I think he's another guy that we kind of forget about. He was that big late transfer from Northern Iowa who's been on the shelf a bit with some injuries. So I don't know that uh, we're going to see him. I'm not sure if we will see him Saturday or not, but uh, he's somebody who is definitely going to be in the mix moving forward. But, uh, you know, Tommy Hill for sure has had a big, strong spring. I, I enjoyed chatting with him earlier this week. I mean, this is a guy who just oozes confidence, somebody who, um, you know, you can just tell he has a lot of confidence in his ability and, and you want that at a corner spot. I don't know that Nebraska has had that at every position on its defense in years past. And he's got the frame and, and the playmaking track record in his short college career to back that up too. So I think, you know, it's probably a good problem that you can't really pick out four guys right now to, to be your starters in the secondary just because there are probably five or six that still are deserving of some long looks. Yeah. Um, Evan, we know that uh, Brian Applewhite has kind of been alluding to, he would love to see a, a strong rotation of guys. Uh, we know that some are emerging and just kind of making it known as, as to their presence, but ultimately do you think that they could, have a four or five man rotation early on just to kind of see and give everybody a, a good look because he really just stated that he would love to have a, a, a big rotation of guys and not necessarily a two or three man uh, with, with a bell cow type of uh, running back. Do you, do you foresee that being a possibility of, of being able to happen or do you think that just there would be frustration in that? Well, I do think there will be, a committee of sorts, uh, you know, I mean, it's been this way for a number of years now where Nebraska's, it's kind of interesting because the last few years, Nebraska has said overtly, they've said, we want one guy to take the job and run with it. And it really hasn't happened. And so they've sort of cycled through guys and there've been injuries like Gabe Irvin last year. Uh, and they just haven't found a lot of traction at that position under Scott Frost, other than maybe Divina Zigbo back in 2018. So I, I think, you know, the path to successfully having a committee this year would probably just be the fact that these, these backs do have different skill sets, right? I mean, Jacquez Yant is a big, bruising, physical back who you feel pretty good about, kind of busting up the middle. Uh, Anthony Grant, by all accounts, is, is, a, is more of a shifty, um, you know, speedy kind of guy. And then Ramir Johnson has that straight-line speed. He's probably the best pass catcher of the group, too. So, um, you know, I think those three guys have pretty different skill sets. Uh, you know, Gabe Irvin will be back at some point, you would think, next season after he had a pretty strong start to his freshman career. And then I don't think you can forget, I mean, 
they're going to have two um, incoming freshmen here that are going to arrive this summer, and Emmett Johnson and, and A.J. Allen, who was a really touted recruit who flipped from Georgia Tech late in the cycle. And, and as you guys know, I mean, college football, if there's ever a position where someone can sort of jump onto the scene and break out right away, it's at a skill position like running back. So I think those guys will probably be some factors as well, but it does seem like the, the the abilities are diverse enough in that room that you can feel pretty good about using a lot of different guys in different situations. Uh, do you do you have any? Um, I, I guess even even a feeling for this. It, it, it's kind of weird that Nebraska's uh, spring game usually, you know, you can get up to, to eighty thousand people. Of course, this is all pre-pandemic. Um, now they're saying they have like I think forty-six thousand season or, or, or excuse me, spring game tickets sold. You can expect a, a nice, sizable walk-in crowd there too, but um, not going to be the normal level for the spring game. Do you think that that's uh, has to do with you know the pandemic and everything that kind of goes along with that, or do you think that you know maybe five years of losing is starting to weigh on some? Husker fans and their, you know, their, their excitement level for the football team? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, you, you typically you see your biggest spring game crowds when there is, you know, a coaching change, right? Or maybe a, a, a headliner sort of person that you want to see. And, uh, you know, we, I guess what that number would tell me at least is that the staff changes that they've made under frost while interesting aren't maybe, you know, drastic to the point that they're going to draw 70 or 80,000 the way Nebraska has in the past. And I mean, I, I still think like you alluded to that they can still get a pretty good walk-up crowd that day. If the weather turns out to be good, I think the, 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 the interest is high enough, especially on offense with what this team can look like. People want to see what Casey Thompson can do, uh, especially after four years where you have the same quarterback. I mean, that's, I think that's, you can't really overstate, what that's going to be like just to see, you know, how somebody reads the field and how quick the release is and things like that. Um, but we are certainly to the point, especially coming off a three and nine season. And uh, it's been, you know, five straight bowlless seasons for Nebraska. We're to that point where really no matter what they do on Saturday, it's still going to be all about the fall. It's still going to be about, have they taken that, that step forward to at, at the very least bowl eligibility found a way to close out some of these close losses that have hounded them the last few years. Um, and if they can't do that, then, then, you know, whatever happens in the spring game is pretty irrelevant. So I think there's sort of this guarded optimism in the fan base. There, there's some curiosity, but there's certainly not that unbridled enthusiasm, um, you know, that would come with uh, maybe a winning season. So I think people understand really it's, it's all about the fall and there's some curiosity and that's maybe why it's down a little bit. Uh, and also wanted to jump in and ask you about baseball. Of course, baseball got back on track, sweeping Ohio State over the weekend. They've got their third game of the year of four, I believe, against Omaha. Uh, what uh, That's tonight, by the way, in Omaha. What uh, what did they do over the weekend that was kind of different in, in leading to those victories? Or was there, there something different? Well, I mean, it's the offense. They That's the thing that's been holding them back for a lot of the year. Uh, you know, the, the pitching, I would say, has been good enough. For the most part, the defense uh, has been a little shaky, but I would also say that's that's been uh, an asset more than it has not been. But the the offense has just been frustrating. I mean, they had not been able to find clutch hits a lot of the year. The power's down. The you know the speed is down. The on base is down. Um, and you know against an Ohio State team that by by you know I think it's it's fair to say that's not a, it's not a good Ohio State team. But Nebraska did what it has to do and. Uh, you look around the league, and there all the time you see 
bad teams take a game from a good team and to, to sweep the way Nebraska did on the road, that's extremely valuable when you talk about the league standings. The offense did come to life, especially in those last two games, 27 uh, runs scored combined in those last two, a lot of clutch hits, a little bit of power. And I think Nebraska too is, is still sort of figuring out the bottom part of its lineup where they felt pretty good about maybe the top five but I think a couple other guys over the weekend, especially late, maybe established themselves as more regulars. I mean, we saw Luke Sartori, the center fielder, hit a grand slam. Uh, Nick Wimmers is an interesting guy. He has been sort of the number three catcher, but they found a spot for him as a designated hitter and as a left-handed bat that they don't have a ton of. And so, we'll, you know, we'll see if that sticks, but it does seem like maybe they're starting to figure out roles and figure out a little more continuity offensively. And if that can carry over, uh, you know, at the very least, that's going to make for an interesting uh, Big Ten race and keep Nebraska in that postseason hunt down the stretch. And they do have a weekend series coming up with the Rutgers too here at uh, at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park, including Sunday is the uh, is bring bark at the park. You can bring your dog. Are, are you planning on bringing uh, your dog? Do you have a dog, Evan? <laughs> I, I don't have a dog, but, you know, I enjoy other people's dogs. And so uh, there are going to be a lot of good boys and a lot of good girls out there. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully the weather's good. Hopefully people bring their, you know, their pooper scoopers so the berms don't become <laughs> hazardous. But, uh, no, it's always a fun tradition. It's going to be a fun weekend, right? A lot of people are going to be back for the spring game, and uh, typically that does spill over into the baseball side of things with some of their bigger crowds of the year. So Rutgers is tied for first in the Big Ten. Should be a fun series. It's a meaningful series, and you know you, you have a few four-legged fans in the crowd too. That can't hurt. Yeah, that should be fun. He's Evan Blade of the Omaha World Herald. Evan, thanks for joining us today. Thanks as always, guys. All right, there he goes, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Uh, Strick, do you have a dog? Wilfred, I had well actually two. I got suckered into to two dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that happens. So he <laughs> had one named Wilfred. Two said? dogs. Yeah, my my stepson Dion Jr. was yeah he he suckered <laughs> me and then my my. Uh, wife at the time suckered me into the second one so oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and we became one of them ones where yeah they were like family yeah yeah it's always always fun to to have the dog I, I almost want to go just to see how it plays out because i don't i wonder how many fans do bring uh their dogs in and, and usually you know everybody can get along but uh you never know what can, what can happen there dogs are i always say this about dogs they're like 95 percent of the time they're cute they're they're cuddly you know they're they're just real, a lot of fun and then five percent of the time you're like why would you do something like that uh dogs can always remind you that they are uh filthy animals at times they do that sort of thing once in a while uh let's take a quick break and when we come back it'll be time for shootout with strick your chance to win 15 dollars to buffalo wings and rings call right now 402-464-5685 on the honda of lincoln hotline the first one to do so will have the chance today we are doing a little bit of masters trivia on shootout with strick so uh study up on your golf and uh give us a call 402 464 Four five six eight five. Your chance to win some chicken coming up next here on the bluff. <laughs> 